Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. You okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Do you know what? I just literally was thinking about the topic and I was like, wow, I can't believe we're here again. Like That's it. It's come round again. Into school. All the kids yeah. are going to be at school from September. Yeah. Like, have we completed it? Have we completed life now? Is that oh, what it I is? Do not say that. <laughs> no, it's just the start. It's literally. I was talking to my cousins this week and um, I was having a conversation with one of them and she was telling me that all of her kids as of like September will be will be gone, that there'll be empty nesters. And oh I suddenly God. started to get really emotional on the phone. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, well, you like, I remember them when they were really little and that means that I'm mm-hmm. getting older. And hold on, then I looked at my kids and it's, it's really weird how we, oh. for me, I only see um, getting older through my children. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I do. I know exactly what you mean. I think it's yeah. just all about the milestones. Like Gigi's going into reception, Axel's going into the juniors. And I actually can't believe I find that. that a bit scarier. That he's probably only, what has he got? three four five six four years left at primary school weird really weird god how do you think Gigi's coping with it all because you've been posting these super cute little stories of her kind of trying on her uniform and does she really realize what's going on or does she think it's just a fashion statement she She really doesn't I think I mean oh with Axel I had like no worries about his behavior or you know listening or anything like that whereas with Gigi I've got no worries about how you know her settling I don't think she's going to be upset I'm more worried for the teachers than I am for her uh that's oh they love a good challenge George different mindset this time round, I would say um yeah but yeah I mean it's weird it's all weird all the kids are different aren't they so I think it's yeah it's it's another start but it's not I don't think it's such a huge shift for her this time around do you know what I think every time that they move you know obviously my mm. two are going up a year Isla's going up into year six I can't believe it oh my God. there's I know she's like she gets iPad they give her an iPad at school now because she's at this lovely fancy private school lucky mm. little thing and so they give her an <laughs> iPad like she gets to take it home to do all her homework on it and I'm like how is that you know and then we're reading books about puberty and I'm like up. Jesus Christ you're grown up I was looking at her the other day and I was thinking wow she's changing so much every day but my two are feeling a little yeah. bit anxious I guess about leaving their classes kit going from reception he's well he's been split up so what they've done so last so last year they kept the reception kids in the same class when they moved them into year one and this year they've decided that they're going to split up the classes yeah so Luna's going to be with different people so obviously next year because Luna's at an infant school she'll be going on to um year three 
at a different school and all the classes will be different. So I think they're trying to prep them, but Kit's so devastated because he's now not with his best mate, Theo. And it's he's like, not, and well, he knows he's no. not. Yeah, they're, they're, they're oh already trialling them in their different classes oh now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because Axel's school do that every year. They swap them around every year. Okay. But what they do is they get to write down three people that they want to be with. So did that. Yeah. Did that. Oh, and then they just didn't let him. No. Because that, that happens. Because I think one year Axel was with everybody on his list, but they try and say that they would give, they make sure they have one person yes. that was on their list. Yeah. But yeah. God, that's so hard, especially like kids. I'm not being funny. They're so fickle, right? So it depends what day of the week you probably ask them on. They'd be like, you know, Monday they want, you know, th- these three kids and Friday they'd want completely I different sets. I know. When I asked Luna who she wrote down, she went, um, obviously I wrote down Anna and I wrote down um, Nancy and then she wrote, and then I wrote someone in, you know, squirrels, but who are they? And she was like, I don't really know. I just um, saw them in the playground. I was like, you don't know them why did you put them down as the people that you wanted Which to be with did you? that's what I mean that's what they do they'll be like oh well you know that I sat next to them in the lunch yeah. like you yeah. so I just thought I'd put them down because they seem right <laughs> like right okay I would definitely put you down as my oh, pal to move into another class okay good well. I hope they wouldn't split us up for bad behaviour they, they bloody better not for bad behaviour brilliant yeah. yeah oh gosh but do you know what we've had yeah we've had loads of questions haven't we yeah I think we've given it away we're going to be doing a Q&A today on all things school because obviously fast approaching uh, so we thought we'd throw it out to you guys and we've had loads of questions in Georgia do you want to kick us off yeah I'm going to kick us off um, actually I'll start off with this one because there's been a few questions like this summer baby worried about sending her when she's only just turned four and then someone else has said how did Axel cope as one of the youngest was he ready I've got an August baby starting next year um Mm. I've mentioned it you know before I didn't worry so much about him he's quite mature I would say so I think you only know your own child but what I would say is you can always change your mind. So I think it might feel really daunting and then you could sign them up. And to be honest, all of the summer kids from Axel's year, you wouldn't know. Like you really wouldn't know now. They're in year two. Maybe in reception, I think physically, I noticed yes. a difference at the start. Like he definitely looked a bit smaller. He was probably a bit more like timid, maybe. I don't know. Physically. And like even just things like, you know, do, putting his shoes on and he was a bit slower at getting dressed, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now there's honestly no difference. And also the teachers all know, so they all know where to give the support. Um, and, all, and like the thing is, if it doesn't work out, you could always like pull them out or like speak to the school or see or you might be able to yeah Yeah. or you might be able to do a phased approach I just yeah I don't really know anybody who has regretted just keeping that you know sending them as a summer baby I mean there probably are but I don't yeah I don't personally know anybody I think the first thing that you should ask yourself is can they emotionally handle it you can worry about all the academia afterwards but it's the emotional yeah, stuff that's not important you know, that part yeah 100% so if you think yeah you know what my kid's going to be able to deal with this and it will take a bit of time for them to get used to it that's the biggest question because mm. later on they're the ones like you said Georgia they're the ones that are going to be getting the extra help and the extra care they're so used to July August babies coming 
in and they will catch up like it's amazing one of my friend's kids is virtually a year younger than Luna and they were all reading together the other day and she was smashing it absolutely smashing it and I was thinking Jesus that's what I mean yeah Yeah. that's the thing like it really I think the academic side of it is probably the easier side of it to be honest because Mm. they all go in together and they all kind of learn at the same time yeah but it's yeah it's just like I guess the emotional stuff but the, the teachers know that and there will be other summer children around them as well so yeah, yeah I, I yeah I, I it's easy to say oh don't worry because you do but yep. um just from you know from experience I guess it, it does usually work out absolutely keep talking fine. to the teacher as well if you've got any yeah. worries or any concerns just keep keep the lines of communication with the teacher open and also don't worry about what anyone else's older kid is doing there's yes. a, virtually a year between them there's going to be differences with them at the beginning and just ignore or put, drown all of that noise out this is one because this is one I can really relate to the waiting list for after school care at our local school is two years this is exactly the same at our school right I cannot get the kids into after school it's called CUSA I just I can't, I can't do it um, and it's been really really problematic for us because obviously having to leave for the school run at 2.40 to go and collect the kids it's just not possible yeah. with the way that we, me and Dawes work so we have had to get wraparound care which has cost us loads of money Um so that, that is a bit of a problem. Georgia, you're saying in your school that you can just ring them up and be like, oh, can they come to breakfast club? Can they go to after school club? We just do not so have that. We literally, yeah, our system is completely different. I mean, I can book the night before on an app um, and yeah, just book on. It's inc- I don't know how it works. It's, I think that's quite unusual. Yeah. Um, but I would say actually that I know a few other people in this situation and, you know, sort of organising a wraparound care isn't is, is expensive. No. Like I actually have it like we have it because obviously Gigi's at preschool so it's different there's no after school club there but if if the waiting list is really long then there there are going to be other people in that situation as well so maybe you could find you know go on childcare.co.uk and maybe find a nanny or find somebody who might be happy to pick up three or four children and you know take them to a house or Such split a good the costs of it because if there's the one like you won't be the only person who's you know in this situation there'll definitely be others so you know get on the class whatsapp whatsapp groups or even maybe speak to like the head and just say you know can you know out to see if anybody else is interested um because it will like it, it will probably actually work out pretty cost effective if you kind of share share it with it other is families. such a great idea and you can if yeah. you're on the class whatsapp groups now or you're mm. being added over the next couple of weeks you can arrange this summer to meet up with the other parents and the kids get mm-hmm. the kids playing together as well and then you know yeah. you can kind of put your mind at rest and maybe something that i know a few of the girls do is they also if there are some you know parents that aren't working or they've got flexible hours they then take a couple of the kids back to their house whilst you finish up and maybe it's something you could do once a week and if everyone does it once a week then it becomes a lot easier to manage but it's something you need to get ahead of because that is that was the most stressful thing for me if I'm honest yeah absolutely Mm. and a lot of a lot of the schools don't they don't want the reception kids to to do after school clubs in the first couple of terms because they think they're going to be too tired so that's out the window as well I know I know (sighs) I was thinking that because Gigi will go to breakfast club with Axel um, like some days but I think she'll be fine but yeah oh, she like, loves it they say that it's a really long day but so many of them who've been at like a, a yeah. full-time nursery they open at 7 30 in the morning yep. some of them close at seven at night so it's actually a shorter day um more childcare. um school holiday and childcare six weeks to cover in the summer mm. um and then someone else has said about 
why don't holiday um, clubs run for the entire summer? Madness. What are you doing oh, this summer? Right, okay. <laughs> Packing them off to Kenya, no. That would be great. Imagine that. We can just, when That's they can really fly, we can just idea. put them. See you later. Go stay with Granny for like six weeks. You know, no, don't I wouldn't want to be that. that lanyard that goes around their neck. It says like unaccompanied. I don't know if minor. you can fly unaccompanied minors anymore. Can you not can you? do that? Oh, you used to be able to. Yeah, I flew to New York when I was like 10 on my own. Yeah, and I, well, because obviously I grew up in Portugal and we used to spend like our summers and Easters there. I used to have friends come over and they always used to do it. Such Pick them up from the airport. Bring it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what we're doing this summer is obviously we've got um, the kids. Our kids don't break up till the twenty first of July. Isla um, breaks up a little bit earlier. In fact, she breaks up today. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's happening. She's going to her mum's for the first couple of weeks, and then in short, we've got our lovely. She's lovely new lady that's looking after the kids called Linny. She's doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays until about two p.m. Then I'm rushing back from radio because I've got my summer on breakfast, and I'm going to be doing the two to sort of five thirty slot before Doz comes back, and then we'll obviously be in together. And then on Thursdays and Fridays, I'm actually using. Um, have you heard of Camp Beaumont? Yes. Camp, we're we're sending the kids to, to Camp Beaumont every. Thursday and Friday. They did it last um, holidays and they absolutely loved it. Yeah. I mean, loved it. It's 50 quid a day per child, which if it's you think about nurseries, it is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. In fact, actually, now I've said it out loud, it's like 150 quid for three of them, isn't it? Jesus, I want to be sick. Um, but I don't know what my options are, really. I've just got to throw yeah. a bit of cash at it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, there's so many like camps that are like nationwide, like Barracudas, who we've worked with before. Um, yeah, we love them. I mean, there's there are literally loads, but I think you do have to book in those things quite early. Yeah, and like, I mean, some, you know, it's not an option I guess for a lot of people to do that for the whole summer so I for instance I'll do with Axel he's doing two weeks at a football camp so he'll do like one week he's going to stay with my parents for a week we're yeah. away for a week we sort of like break it up but, yeah, but after those football that camps, first... they're not all day oh no Axel's is Oh Axel's my god, it's till twelve thirty. So this is like oh, I'd love no. to do that with Kit every day. But... So it's till like right. four thirty or five. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. And they're cheap. <laughs> they're yeah, they are. It's a tenner a pop, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I, I end up paying twenty five for him, um, but includes food, and it's from like eight till five or something like that. So really, that's pretty good yeah um but uh, do you know what it's all planning but i would again like rally around some of the other you know parents in your in your class whatsapp to see if you you know you can sort of share the load a little bit because like if you're in a normal job and you get i don't know four or five weeks of annual leave a year that isn't enough to cover the holidays like it doesn't cover the holidays so yeah you've got a yeah it's really really stressful <laughs> our advice to you is to get yourself some sort of um get on an excel spreadsheet and get it all mm. organized sit down one evening and just plot it out plan it out, it out speak to friends relatives anybody that you can think of and just make sure that you're organized on on top of it no doubt there'll be a, a, a morning where you go fuck yeah exactly <laughs> oh no and you'll end up having to take the kids somewhere with you but whatever got to get on with it um, okay so you are brilliant on uniform tips so we've had lots of messages from people saying how much uniform to buy can you give us any uniform tips and what is the best way to label their uniform so Georgia yeah I mean so in terms of uniform I mean I it sounds extreme but because James and I are both working like full-time we have five we buy five of everything pretty much so then it means that 
at the end of the week, we can just throw everything and you just do one wash. And then we know every week everything has to be washed and it's just once it's done. Do you change their uniform every day? Well, yeah, I kind of have to. Like there's all, well, Axel's probably usually got all mud down his trousers. There'll right. be like some kind of stain. I can tell what he's had for lunch on his top. I mean, I'd say the sweatshirts and like cardigans and stuff, you, maybe not so much. Yeah. Um, but I do. I just, I just have the backlog. But the thing is, like, I don't always buy it new. I think in reception I did. And then as I've gone on, like there's like secondhand sales at school. Like there's all sorts of stuff. So I was about to say the pre-loved uniform shops. Yeah. Definitely, definitely it's worth getting onto the school and saying to them because if you can get it secondhand firstly yeah. so much better isn't it for the world and for the environment and for everything else that we talk about but also just so much cheaper like exactly. don't buy you new uniform they just they just grow out of it so fast and they lose it that's the other oh, thing and God, the thing label like, everything <laughs> label you have to literally label absolutely everything and we've worked with them before they're called easy to name and Basically, I I wouldn't bother sewing things in because nope. it would take me too long, so I just won't bother doing it. So I have like a stamper, I've got stickers, I've got all sorts of stuff that means if I if they're putting on a new coat in the morning or you know a new pair of PE shoes, I can just whack them in there and then in the morning. There's no yep. doesn't take any time. I think you've got to look for labels that are easy because otherwise you you won't end up labeling everything um so yeah that would be my top tip and also yep. I saw someone else about you know like if your kid's quite slender and tall like where do they where can they get trousers so many like next M&S they, yeah, they do super skinny, skinny fit yeah. yeah skinny fit so just go for those and then also a lot of the boys school trousers they have a turn up so you can actually let them down so they yeah. can grow, you know, it's fine if their legs grow and they have elastic in the waist as well. So you can let them out. So actually like the school trousers, school skirts, all that actually can last a really long time. Yeah. And also, you know, George is saying about five, five sets. I mean, I think the thing is, is that um, it's not, it's not going to cost you a fortune. You know, you can yeah. go to some of the supermarkets and mm -hmm. they all do their school ranges. And like George said, also we've worked with Next before, but they are brilliant. They come next day delivery. Um, I don't know if you've got someone that's got, a child that's got wide feet Clark's was absolutely the only one that I just took kit in because he has to get the widest set ones and then go up a size to fit um and then also just organisation at night. Make sure that you get all the uniform out and that it's it's in one spot so you're not rushing around in the morning being like, oh my God, where's their book bag? Oh my gosh, where are their shorts? And you're just it's just there and it's all in one pile. Then they can start getting themselves dressed. That's quite yeah. a good way. And it's not so much of a shit show when you're trying to get, you know, two or three kids out the door. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's why I think sometimes just having enough of everything is key because you're always going to forget to have things clean and if you just know there's enough you're never going to get yourself into that situation we'll be right back after this short break small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? I've also seen quite a lot of questions on like water bottles. And someone has specifically asked about decent personalized water bottles with their name on rather than using a label. Um, I personally, because they lose them, <laughs> the water bottles, and because, you know, they there's lots of wear and tear on them, they don't always last yeah, that long. They drop them. Yeah, they drop them. I wouldn't spend loads of money on, like, expensive water bottles. I buy, it's a brand called Sistema. I think they're about £2 a pop, maybe less than that. You can Are get them on good? Amazon. They're really good. They they. They're the ones that have lasted the best in my house. And then I just will whack a sticker on them with the kids' names. You don't need like fancy personalised water bottles, really, because, especially not for school, because they will lose no. them. Maybe Keep for home. home. Lovely. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, but not for school. I just cannot yeah. bear how much they leak. It is the bane <sighs> of my fucking life. Mm. What is wrong with mm. the people that are making water bottles? Just make one that doesn't leak. <laughs> it's like simple stuff. Water and leaking is... It's not great when you're putting it in a book bag. Yeah, that should be the priority when you're making them, really, shouldn't they? That should be the, yeah. that should the, pri- be the priority. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would really and I like, recommend Sistema. I really would. Okay, they Sistema. I'm going to go on and buy yeah. some now. That's great. Because I bought these really, really lovely reasonable. ones. And I was like, mm. oh, girls, look, they've got bumblebees on them. Look, this one's got strawberry. And I came back and I was like, why is your book bag soaking wet? And she was like, oh, there's a hole in the top of it. It just leaks all day long. I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. So this is one on sort of an emotional question and how to cope with you know I really don't want to go you know I don't like Mm. it I'm not feeling well mornings that's from Sophie that's really really tough to navigate yeah Um, I get that a lot I'm useless at this as Monday will have told you I'm like yeah have a day off no but we we talk about this we do talk about this a lot and I think at the beginning um, there's quite a few kind of techniques that you could kind of focus on. One of them we like to do, which I used to do with um, with Luna, was to draw a heart on yeah. her, in the inside of her wrist. I just put up with little Sharpie and then I had one on my hand and I used to say to her, if you feel sad at any point, you can look at your heart and you'll know that mummy's got a heart and that means that we're always connected. And that was quite nice. And then we used to just, you know, talk about the school day. So what is it that was making her worried? What was she feeling inside? You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, just kind of incentives to have good days really and talk about how exciting it's going to be and what we're going to get up to afterwards and that kind of stuff. So I, I still get a bit of that they, this Do morning. You? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I jumped on and spoke about it this week actually that Kit was yeah. really just like, I don't want to go to school they're always so happy when they come out but see that's the thing isn't it like I think Mm. sometimes getting them through the gate then they're fine like I always Mm. say to Axel like if he's like oh I don't feel very well I'm like okay I tell you what if by 10 o'clock you still don't feel well then tell the teacher and, and get her to phone me and I'll come and get you knowing full well by the time he gets in sees his friends he'll be absolutely fine again yeah I think it's sometimes the, it's the fear. Sometimes it's the anxiety. They just want to stay at yeah. home, which is lovely. Yeah. Like, well, how flattering that they want to be at home with you. Um, but I think everybody does go through those little phases where yeah. 
it's it's tricky it's really tricky and also then it makes it hard to know when they are real if they're telling you Mm. you, do you know what I mean it's like oh I don't know like I don't want to not believe you but you're not ill (laughs) you need to go to school I completely agree with you and I think making sure that you have time for the emotions that come up is really Mm. important you know I think I spent a a while back just being like no come on you'll be fine don't be silly no come on come on because I was in a rush in the mornings but actually giving her and Kit a moment to be you know, just a bit more considerate to how they're feeling that actually it is quite a big shift and it is a big moment in their lives that will help too. And I think this leads us on quite nicely to Claire's message, which said tips for coping with after school tiredness. I know that my daughter's (sighs) going to be exhausted. I'm sure you've got loads of good tips up your sleeve, George. Well, I think I said this to you, didn't I? I think, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I think I said this to you. If you can, like for the first term when they start school, I wouldn't do any clubs in the week like just don't do any there's so much pressure to you know do swimming and ballet and tap and gymnastics and football and all of this stuff and great there's years you know there's years to do that but I think in the first term especially when they start in reception don't like even at the weekends like don't book loads of stuff in just let them acclimatize it's a lot to take on you don't want to always be rushing around I really like I did that with Axel kind of not not intentionally because we were kind of in that weird COVID time where you couldn't do a lot anyway. But I really genuinely think that slower pace helped him so much. Um, so I, and yeah, and again, like when they get home from school, don't feel bad about letting them lay in front of the TV. Like that's, you know, think about us when we've had a busy day at work, that's all we want to do, right? That, like that's what we just want to do. So just let them, I think it's... Cuddles, cuddles yeah. on the sofa, mm. just chilling, like watching telly, relaxing, reading, you know, just flicking through books or whatever they want to do to, to, to make them feel relaxed and just early to bed. Just, yeah, yeah that is it really. And it's great because if you've any, if you've got just one of them, then you can also go to bed really early. Oh, dreamy. <laughs> it's dreamy. <laughs> I'm just getting really razzed up about this one because okay. I was, I'm really, I really feel with Sam. What are all the half days about? What are working <laughs> parents supposed to do? My God, this makes my blood boil, Georgia. I know. I know. All this like, oh yeah, please come in for shared mm-hmm. learning and reading at 10am. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that would be really great. I'd, I'd love to do that. But you know, I've got to work. Or like, you know, the other day after sports, after sports day, they gave us four options for four different pickup times. If you'd like to take your home, your child home at 12 o'clock, please do. If you'd like to come back at 12.15, you can have a picnic with us. If you'd like to pick up at 2 p.m. And it was like, who, how? Like, I just felt yeah. guilty and shit about myself. Well, because this is the problem, isn't it? Like, I think next week at Axel School, there's like, oh no, so I've got Gigi Settle sessions, which are like one till 1.45 oh, or something. I mean, what? In the middle of the... Are you joking? Then there's sports day. Then there's um, shared working day or whatever. Yeah. You come in and observe a lesson. Then there's songs in the playground on Friday afternoon. I'm like... Who can go to all of this? And then the problem ha- like, the problem is, if you don't go to it, obviously it's not very nice for your child if there's not anybody there for them. And then the parents feel really bad. Like, it's it's a lot. Like, it really is a lot to ask. <sighs> and I don't know what the solution is, but we feel exactly the same as you. Yeah, do. I don't understand how we're supposed to do it. It's really mm. tricky. Try, just try and pick if you can. This is what I try and do. I... 
just try and pick a couple that I know are really important to them. For example, Luna has got her drama tree performance mm. on Tuesday at 2pm. And I'm going to rush yeah. back from work in London, cancel everything in the afternoon. And I'm just going to be there for her for that because she's been practicing so hard. And, you know, for Kit, for example, he's got this football match that he's been building up for. And I'm just going to, and it's, you know, it's at three o'clock. I'm just going to, I'm just going to try and do the ones that I, I, you know, you can't do it all, like you said, Georgia. Yeah. And you can tear yourself up inside and feel as guilty as pie, but like just maybe mm. try and pick a couple that you can do and don't worry about anything else. Exactly. And also, I, I think as well, anyone whose kids are starting reception in September, there are always those like weeks where you're like, it's, you know, you're in till 11 o'clock on Monday yeah. and then 12 o'clock on Tuesday. That's really difficult. And like, if you've got a partner, then obviously try and share that with them. So that you're doing, you know, half and half each because it is only it is only once that they don't do that again like I'm missing Gigi's settle session at school this week James is going to it and then next week I'm taking her so we're yeah. like trying to you know trying to split it up um but yeah I, do, I mean I don't understand I don't understand how everyone can do it it's really tricky well this is okay so this isn't so much about the kids this is about navigating meeting new parent friends someone else has said how to navigate meeting new parent friends and then someone else has said like how to you know how to navigate all of the school gate politics and all of that kind of stuff yeah the play date politics yeah yes how, yeah yeah the parenting and play date politics what would you say so i would just say just drop and run <laughs> just drop and run <laughs> go and meet an actual friend no, i'm joking um no, i'm teasing i'm teasing obviously at the beginning you don't know that person so it's like being on an awkward first date and so you're desperately yeah. trying um to make it pleasant um but it is but it's difficult because your child might not know their new friend that well so they might not feel that confident with you leaving them there and so yeah first tip is i would say on the play dates at least anyway just do not stay for too long as in just you put, put 45 minutes to an hour in just let them have a little play together you stay for a cup of coffee you know you can get through that um and then as your child becomes more confident with that child and they've built up a friendship you can then go look i'm going to leave her for a couple of hours and or him for a couple of hours and i'll pick them back up at lunchtime and that's kind of what i do um like we we have lots of play dates going on across the weekends where people just drop their kids at ours or i drop the kids off at you know their mates houses and it's all fine now it's just a bit tricky at the beginning yeah of course yeah and I think as mm. well like there's a lot of pressure to be friends with like all the parents yeah. at school and all of this kind of stuff but ultimately they're not that's not your only like way to make friends you know like there are so many other places to make friends it doesn't have to be at the school gates you're not necessarily going to meet someone you really click with like I found a really nice group in Axel's year like it it kind of happened like naturally I guess I, I became friends with one of the mums like when we were walking to school we get on really well she knew a couple of others and we've kind of naturally formed like a group and we do this actually makes all me very jealous but we do all genuinely get on we're all quite different but we all <laughs> get on you know like it's all la, good la, 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 la. George's got other friends <laughs> sorry <What>? sorry <laughs> but it joking. does you know like it doesn't have to be like that I don't actually see them I'm never at drop off or pick up anymore yeah so and I think loads of people don't even see any of the other mums or dads. It was only because in that first year I was actually around to drop off and pick up. Yeah. Like, and then if you're not around, then you feel like, oh gosh, I'm isolated. But like Zoe said, then start doing play dates, you know, when you can yeah. do them. There's so much pressure to be going to the park after school and doing all this stuff. You don't need to. And there's always ways around it. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's, you don't have to get involved, basically. 
it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not a must. And also it is a lot. Like mm. it is a lot, you know, like I definitely have a, some lovely girlfriends at, at, at the school gates now and I like, often you know we will often sit on the green after school and we'll bring snacks for the kids and they'll have a run around and we'll chat but I'm not reliant on them for my friendship group um and I think that's really nice you know it's like you can have a friendship with them but you don't necessarily have to be all consumed by it and on every whatsapp group and you know be on the committee for the ball and all this kind of jazz it's like just use it for what it's there for which is the children having a really nice time you making new friends which is lovely but don't get so swept up in it i think that's a really good tip yeah definitely just yeah dip in and out do what you feel comfortable with and find your tribe i think very very quickly you can find the people that you make that connection with so definitely look out for them and georgie you've got a run because you've got to pick up Gigi from preschool i have she's definitely not old enough to walk home by herself yet so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to go but I loved that that was scary and nice at the same time can't believe they're all going off to school we're all in the same boat and um, of course if we didn't get to your questions today please please you can DM us and we'll try and get back to you as soon as possible thank you for sending in your questions and good luck to anyone that's got a new starter in September we are here for you we are um, and if you have got any suggestions for these Friday Q&A's then we would love to hear them these episodes are for you just drop to DM on at Made by Mummers and we'll be back on Tuesday Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.